I have this touch in my nose, but this is in the right area. Yeah. Good thing I have this cleavage here to hold it. And you better not use that F word. Do not use it. Because I'll take this right out of my cleavage and get over there and smack you. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to The Outside Edge, a podcast about all things water sports, the fun of it, from extreme athletes to extreme athletes and everybody else in between. I'm your host, Mr. Fun himself, Dave Briscoe. Joined by my producer and my buddy, Mikey Lee. Hello, everyone. How are you? Hey, Mike. So, I got to tell you, the other night, my wife uh, was come up with an idea, and you, you know you're you're familiar with this idea, and I want to expand on it because you expanded on it as well. But she says, you know, you're talking a lot about the coronavirus, and you're talking a lot about things that are negative, and she says you're you're not a negative guy. You need to talk about more positive things, and how we enjoy not just water skiing and wakeboarding, but fun, fun on the water, fun whether it's you know, the ocean or the lake or, I mean, the, the person that I am has to do a lot with my time spent on the water. And that's where I'm the happiest. Right. Yeah, of course. So, and then, and then your idea, we, we have an amazing, uh, what do you call it? We, we have this organization, <laughs> well, I guess. A, there's a community here in Winter Haven, especially. Correct. Uh, of of uh, lake enthusiasts. Sure. And because we have one of the largest chain of lakes, isn't it? And if in the state, if not in the country, it's right? definitely it's definitely one of the largest in Florida, and it also is one of the only ones that has restaurants, bars, and hotels that you can pull up to by boat. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it twenty two lakes on Winter Haven's chain of lakes? So it's sixteen lakes uh, of the original chain, uh-huh. which two of them really shouldn't even be called lakes because they're they're really small. Oh yeah, they're ponds. You know, they're ponds. <laughs> Actually, all of them are ponds. <laughs> yeah. but. but then they open the. Um, they opened a lock to the the north chain, which realistically adds five more lakes. There's three that you can get to easily by boat, but then there's uh, in the middle of a golf course, which is a city golf course. It's kind of funny. They built a davit system that actually has a sling on it, and you can you know in the old days you could actually take your fishing boat and you could crank the sling down by hand, yeah. crank your boat up onto it, and then push it on the rail over to the next piece of lake, right, which is lock. actually yeah, a lock, yeah. but mm-hmm. it's not. It's kind of an old-fashioned lock. So not sure. many boats today would work through that, but that does add another two. So altogether, that adds uh, 16, 21 lakes total, yeah. which is, you know, that's a lot of water. But it one is. of the girls that I used to ski with at Cypress Gardens, uh, her name's Karen Thompson now, and she's originally from Wisconsin, and in Wisconsin and Minnesota, you know, they she's live. She's a cheesehead up there. She's a complete cheesehead. Yeah, yeah. Complete cheesehead. <laughs> and she even looks the part. She's the blonde, uh, blue-eyed oh, yeah. Wisconsin girl. Um, but she, you know, grew up on the chain of lakes up there, which they live for the summertime. You know, it's, it's miserable for nine months out of the year. Sure. So when they get their good weather, they do everything they can on the water. So she tried to bring that to Winter Haven, and she started a thing called Chain Life. Right. And what a riot we have on Chain Life. I oh, mean, man. We, oh, so many fun things. And uh, one of my favorites is the, um, oh, I can't remember the exact name of it. There's Putt Putt Pub, where yeah. all of the pubs uh, put a putt putt course up. Right. But then there's the one, I guess, I guess it's just called Golf Chain Life Golf Chain, on the Chain Water. Chain Life Golf on the Water. And, and so, that was yeah. so much oh, fun. Oh, we had a ball. Man. I hosted one of the stops for it one time. 
So I have a dock. Uh, those of you that haven't seen my house, I've, I've got, I built my dock first. I bought the house. The whole house had to be gutted and redone, but I built the dock first because I was running the ski school at the time. And I've got a massive top deck on it. It's 20 by 40 up top. Yeah. And that was where we actually drove. It was one of the holes for the golf course. Yeah. You, you put a ring out in the lake that floats. Use biodegradable golf balls, right? Or use that become fish food, right? Fish food, yeah. yeah. Or you use floating. The biodegradables suck, honestly. They they, they don't go as far. They don't fly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you don't know which club to use at first. Uh, but then we had floating balls too, and you'd have somebody out there that was picking up the the golf balls yeah. as, as they get hit in. I also have that every morning when I have to go number two. Floating balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where is it? Where right is there. It? That one. <laughs> Look at that! I'm 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 an apprenticeship producer now. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so th- that we want to definitely start talking more about. We have a lot of people that are follow us that uh, don't know the stories of the wakeboard and the water ski, uh, of the technical tricks and and everything else. Uh, sure. So, so I want to expand this more to some chain life things and what happens because we're just coming into our season right yeah. now. yeah oh yeah absolutely and as yeah. things start to open up like the boat ramps are open again the the uh, lakeside restaurants are open again yeah. uh, you know at a lower capacity but as long as they're seated outdoors yeah. governor DeSantis said that we could have as many as we want sure uh so which uh, we, we do everything outdoors here i'm telling you last saturday we went to uh twisted prop yeah. over there is what lake is that on it's on may on lake may yeah, yeah. and uh holy moly it was packed. packed and looked across the lake at Tanner's Lakeside, and it was packed. Yeah, and I'm sure that Old Man Frank's or Caribbean Bay, all of those were all probably just as packed. So, right, yeah. So I think we should get into more of that. Yeah, so get out there, hopefully do some live podcasts from the from the dock yeah. at Twisted Prop or yeah. from the Tiki Deck at uh, Caribbean Bay or Absolutely. Tanner's or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, full on in. So we're gonna we're gonna do that more. And we'll bring we'll bring some local celebrities that are you know they don't even know they're celebrities yet, but they're, because they're in their boat every weekend and every day, yeah. you know we'll bring some of them on and, and talk about the fun that we have in the water. But so that's that's our direction that we're going to try to go to, and then you know just cover that in the next couple months as we're coming into summer and and have some fun with it. And I highly encourage anybody who's listening who is uh, maybe out on their boat while they're listening to this, or they're uh, you know they're planning on going out this weekend to uh, reach out to us via the Facebook page or Instagram. You can send us a message and uh, say, "Hey, I'd be to- I'd love to be on there," or you know we could interview guys from the Marine Supply. We can interview uh, ev- anybody that's yep. out there on the chain doing business, doing whatever, and uh, maybe get some spots ships out of it yeah that sounds awesome it sounds awesome so yeah it's a good place for an applause thank you everybody thank you you're my little mechanical people um what a guest i've got today mike wow yeah so we've had some we've had some pretty high-end guests on yeah this is are you the, nervous about this one? I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, I would be too. Would you? Yeah, just a little I'm bit. I'm excited and I'm already nervous because I've already been censored. She's like worse than the FCC. <laughs> let, me, let me give some accolades on this lady, okay? This lady was born in 1932. 1932. Holy moly. Oh, my God. Yep. Ouch, she, ouch, she, ouch. She is personally responsible for bringing four... Very talented athletes into the world through her own uterus. Oh my goodness! Yeah, fire. She carried it herself. I'm glad she didn't do it in somebody else's uterus. <laughs> no, it's that, very, that would be weird. Yeah, she's coming up. I actually share a birthday with this lady, and she's coming up on Vasilevsky's hockey number, the big eight eight. <laughs> yeah, born in thirty two. Right, uh-huh. ladies and gentlemen, for Mother's Day, let's bring on my mommy, Betty Briscoe. Idiot. No, that was the wrong button. 
Hi, Mom. Hello, David. Stop pushing the wrong buttons. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Story baby. of my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I figured for Mother's Day, you know, what better person to have on than the one that made me? And uh, if it wasn't for her, this podcast would not be happening right now. So, Mom, I want to get into, first of all, one of the coolest stories I think that you've ever told is, well, it's cool to me because it's just interesting. You're born in 1932. Uh, the depression is still lingering in the United States. Uh, 1940, uh, 41, we get the Pearl Harbor. Now we're going into World War II. Uh, some crazy stuff is going on. And you remembered your this your the lights on your car had to be painted. Oh yes. So tell tell that story. Well, war, being wartime and everything, if planes were flying overhead, uh, the enemy would certainly see our headlights, so we had to paint them halfway down black. And I remember the air raids that they had, which made me very, very nervous. I would be sitting on my father's lap, rocking along, and, and uh, it was pretty terrifying at, uh, for a kid that didn't realize what was going on. I so was, the air raid was a siren, right? A, a really loud siren that would oh, yes. let off. And sure, sure. When, when they'd let that off when they thought that there was, or was it just testing? That was, was testing all the time. Yeah. Right. We never got attacked by the enemy. Right, obviously we just, never had people flying over our houses right, here right. like they did in Germany right. and, and, and some other places. But and yeah, that all, had to all. be scary. And well, you were you were a kid, right? I mean, you're probably, if you're nine born in 32, old, yeah, think, you're, you're nine. Nine years old. Wow. And the food being rationed, you talk about today's, you know, everything is hard to get, but uh, food was rationed and you had coupons that allowed you to buy butter and sugar and cream. What was what was the average price of that stuff then? Oh, goodness, you're asking somebody who can't remember her own middle name. <laughs> and... What would you say your name was? Yeah. <laughs> Beside uh, the brat? We, we call him Dumbest. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, just happened to look this up. Um, and I just thought I don't want to make you feel old or anything. Are you but, kidding? <laughs> but, but, All you have to do is open your yeah, eyes. <laughs> but, but 1932, that means there was a lot of things that were invented in the late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, what do you uh, got? Did you know that your mother is older than the Slinky? Wow! <laughs> yeah, that's right. No yeah, 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 uh, yeah. You, Betty, she's you almost are, as tall as it too. <laughs> uh, you are older than the aerosol spray can. Oh, cut wow! It yeah. So, like, were you? Was that like? Do you remember something like the color television? You're older than the color television. We what television? We had no. She's television older than the television. Than the television, right? Yeah. So, like, do you remember any of these inventions? Like when you were growing up and going, "Oh my God, they put it in an aerosol spray can, and I can now just use that." Oh goodness, you're really testing my memory. <laughs> uh, Tupperware. You're older than Tupperware, which was invented in the fifties. Right. Well, okay. you you definitely tell stories about the radio sitting around the radio because you guys didn't have a TV. Of course, and your imagination went wild, and it was great times. We would all huddle around that radio. And, yeah. And uh, it was wonderful. 
I think that's what this podcast, well, not just this podcast, but all podcasts are bringing that magic back. Sure. Yeah. Everybody likes it. I mean, I don't know if there's ever going to be the family huddled around the radio image ever again. Well, definitely in the caravan. Yeah. Whenever you're doing road trips or even if you're out on the boat, you can listen to a podcast or something like that. But like when I went drove home to Oklahoma City, I listened to uh, a podcast the whole way. Uh, one of the, it was a great podcast. Um, the Outside Edge. Uh, yeah, The Outside Edge. That was it. No, um, oh, golly, it was so great. I can't remember it now. But it was a, a, a NPR podcast that was episodic. So there was ten episodes, right? And each one was like a new furthering of the story. And uh, those are great. Yeah, they're great. So, and that's what the radio was like for you, right? Like, do, oh, you, do you remember any of the the radio shows that you used to look forward to? Oh, The Inner Sanctum. Oh, good, and would sit around there and shiver. I mean, it was just. Uh, your imagination was just so alive and uh you just lived for those programs Hmm. the inner sanctum uh mystery also known as inner sanctum is a popular old-time radio program that aired from january 7th 1941 to october 5th 1952 it started off with the squeaking door the inner sanctum oh really yeah Yeah. let me see if i can find that for you that's awesome that's awesome (laughs) So then as you, so you grew up in, in Lynn, Massachusetts. Yes. Uh, you first of your bloodline of your, of your parents, you're the first to be born in America uh, no, of no, the kids, no, no. right? No, 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 all my. No, well, your brothers and sisters were, but your parents weren't. Oh, no. Yeah, your pa- right. you're the first. Generation, yeah. First generation to be born in America. Right. In Lynn, Mass. That's it. it, the inner sanctum. There's that squeaking door. Are you scared? Hello. Are you nervous? My stomach Hello. is jiggling already. <laughs> oh. Oh, there you are. I was afraid for a moment that you had forgotten our appointment. Wow, maybe I should start oh, talking wow. like that's, that. That's pretty maybe, cool. Maybe yeah. I should start announcing like that. <laughs> Did that take you back a little bit? It certainly does. Uh. <laughs> there I am sitting right in front of that speaker on the radio. Wow! Right now. So then, as as time moved forward, um, you got married. Uh, you had three kids, and you had uh, an unfortunate. And we don't really need to delve into this too deep, but your husband passed away at thirty of a heart attack, and right. um, you had young kids. Young. They kids. were three, four, and five years old. Not in school yet. He had taken my daughter to kindergarten that morning, and uh, picked her up at noontime. And he worked the 3 to 11 shift at the GE in Lynn. And at 7 o'clock at night, my brother, who lived across the street, come over and said, Betty, there's something wrong. Dickie had an accident at work. I've got to take you. I was cleaning the oven door. The three kids were in bed. And uh, I was cleaning the oven, had it all apart. And to this day, I cannot clean the oven Without that whole reliving the whole scene, mm. it was just so eerie. Yeah. yeah, and then when we got there at the gate, the officials wanted to know what are you doing here? Take your sister home. When we got home, all the officials were there. Mrs. Roy, sit down, please. We had some sad news, and I had no idea what to expect. I thought maybe he was in the hospital and he just wasn't doing well or whatever. And when they told me he had passed, I think part of me passed with it. I couldn't handle it. I was a wreck. So right away, they sent out for the doctor to get me some medication, and the rest is a blur. 
Right. I just I, to this day, I can't remember what happened. God is good. He just puts that void in your memory and right. took it away. And then, and you know, it's a horrible thing to go through, especially with the young kids. But as we as we move forward, uh, you know, it was devastating for you, obviously, and you're trying to take care of the kids. And then the same brother introduces you to Frank. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's in that that had to be around sixty five, s- somewhere in there that you met him. Uh huh. And, uh, th- and that, nice. so that's a lot of people don't understand why my brothers and sister have a different last name than I do. And this is why. It's because you're the outcast. I am. The <laughs> outcast. You're the outcast. I'm, I, yeah. I'm on the outside edge. <laughs> <laughs> Good title for you. The outside yeah. edge. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, yeah. So then dad comes in. My, my father, Frank, who's actually sitting right next to you right now, which is awesome. Have mom and dad in the studio. Of course. Yeah. You know, on Mother's Day or just yeah. after Mother's Day. So. Uh, and this is where I want to segue into the fun of the water. Uh, you meet Frank. He, his dad owns a summer, we called it a camp. We call it the summer camp, which it's not really a camp. It's just, I don't know why in New England. And you know what? Here, let's put this out here. Hey, Adam Sandler, I know you grew up in Manchester. I grew up in Londonderry, kid. I know you got all your buddies on the on all your episodes all the time there, kid. I can do New England with you. can do it all day long. <laughs> Not a problem there, kid. Don't be afraid to bring on the old rooster for a couple episodes because I know once I'm in with you, we're in. <laughs> so I'm going to keep putting these out there. Any of you people out there in New Sandler, you tell me to come talk to me. I'll give them some New Hampshire voice lessons. <laughs> so, <That is> crazy. <laughs> but, Mom, you meet Frank. And uh, his dad's got a place up in New Hampshire called The Camp, and that's the lakefront property on Merry Meeting Lake. So what was it like the first time you saw that? Oh, goodness. It was a mirage that I I couldn't believe. It was the lakes, the mountains. Uh, I saw stars in the sky for the first time living in the city. You never saw stars. And uh, when you put off the house lights... Hey, what are all those things up there in the sky? Hey, those are stars? Cut it out. And, uh, yeah, it was a a new awakening, a different life. And it's only, I mean, uh, for the drive for you at that time from Lynn to the lake was probably an hour, hour and a half, probably an hour at that time. I think just about an hour, 15 minutes or something like that. Now the traffic would probably make it an hour and a half to two hours. Right. But back then, you, you know. A lot of dirt roads probably you were traveling. Right. And was that your first, had you been on a lake before that? Never, never. So you're in your 30s, you're you're 33 years old, and your first time, did they have a boat up there? Grampy had a boat. He called, it was the Cadillac, believe it or not. That was the name of the, his little boat. Yeah, and that's what I actually learned how to ski behind. It was the, the, with the an Cadillac. 18 horse. Uh, Nothing but the best for my son. We gave him a Cadillac. <laughs> it was a Cadillac. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's an aluminum boat. It's a John boat with a four seats in it. Uh-huh. And it had an 18 horse Evinrude on it. What year was that Evinrude, Dad? 53? Oh, he's out. He's, he's sleepy he's time. Yeah, a little yeah, snoozy sleepy, time over there. He's sleepy time, yeah. <laughs> I think it was a 53 Evinrude. And the, for an 18 horse, it's as big as like a 50 is now. It was just the motors were just so much bigger. Yeah, just giant back then. Giant, right, the yeah. cast in them and the magnetos and all that stuff. So, But um, yeah, so, so you go out in a boat for the first time up there. And your kids at the time now, Danny, Timmy, and Paula are... 
Let's see. Uh, what year? Dick died in 63? 63. Same as died. Kennedy. Yeah. So we're two years later. So now you're five, six, and seven, which they must have been having a ball up there on the water. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Were they, did they, did Grampy teach him how to ski or who was the first to ski? Goodness, I don't know. The skis were always there in the basement and uh, they were very tempting and they were going to uh, master them after all. He had the boat, Grampy. He had a lot of patience, Grampy had, and he would take them out. <coughs> Excuse me. And which, so which, were you with the, down by the store then, or were you in the, the camp that we have oh, now? Oh, right at the camp. Right uh, the, the camp. So South Shore Road, where, right, we, where right. we are now. Because yeah. I know Grampy had built a camp first down the end of the lake, yeah, but by I, the time you came on the scene, it he was, was already in the, the, the master place. The master suite, yeah. It's, right. it's, it's, it's almost 30 feet long. When oh, wow. I, when yeah. I complained about the taxes when they went up, I went down to the town hall and I says, uh, you know, we... He, they said, well, you have a place on the lake, you know. I said, I don't even have a basement floor. It's a dirt floor. I don't have doors on my bedroom. I have curtains that hang in front of the, the doorway. I says, how can you up my taxes? Oh, it doesn't matter what you have there. You have the property there. You're paying for the lake. You're on the lake. It doesn't matter. Yep. And I says, I only have two bedrooms there. You have me listed for four. Oh, it doesn't matter. You have that place on the lake, so you have to pay. Yeah. Well, so. good old New Hampshire doesn't have um, sales tax. Sales yeah. tax. They get so you they for the ding real estate. <laughs> they ding well, yeah, you Yeah, they the do property. that a lot up north. Like, uh, from what I understand, New York, New Hampshire, all of they have ridiculous property taxes. Right. Yeah, I think New Hampshire's the worst, because all because of the property, uh, the uh, and if you're sales lucky, taxes isn't there. If yeah. you're lucky, you can use it maybe three months out of the year. And hopefully, if you don't have rain, the rainy season hit you too hard and too long. I mean, it was just touch and go. I mean, as yeah. far as getting up there weekends, because Frank you, was working all week, you know, and would just get there Friday night and stay until Sunday night. Do you still have the property? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I know yeah. where we're going this summer. Yeah, we still have yeah. it. It's, it's a pretty <laughs> magical place up there. I mean, it's... Uh, it's not on a chain of lakes, so it's kind of yeah. secluded. And right, so Mary Meeting Lake that we're from actually feeds Lake Winnipesaukee, which is a very famous lake in New Hampshire. Yeah. You hear them talk about it. Gesundheit. Yeah. <laughs> Sandler's <laughs> talked about it. They used to talk about it on Cheers all the time. But yeah. It's a 29 mile long lake with over 200 islands on it. And it's right in the base of the White Mountains. So, that is uh, pretty oh, pretty huge. It's it's. I thought every lake was going to be like that growing up. Yeah. So. so just, oh yeah. When I in Oklahoma, uh, we have pretty large lakes as well. Eufaula, yeah. Ten Killer, Arcadia. Right. Big 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 lakes. You know. Yeah. And then I come down here to Winter Haven, the chain of lakes, yeah. the city. You know, and uh, and I was like, uh, those aren't lakes. Those are like puddles. Like. Did it rain recently? Is that what happened? <laughs> it's true. Uh, they're small, but they're yeah. still fun. I mean, they're still good. Well, this lake that we're from is only three miles long, and the deepest spot in it, I think it's over 200 feet. You have that map in the camp. I think it was like 236 feet in, in the broad cove. But You know better than yeah. I am. It's but Lake Meeting? Merry Meeting Lake. Merry Meeting? Merry Meeting. Like, like Merry Christmas? Merry Meeting you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll Merry look Christmas. Okay. The Indians gonna, gave it the name. But, yeah. it, you know, and then they built a dam and that flooded the lake because the original depth was in Broad Cove where it's deep. And at our end of the lake, it's only about 30 feet deep. So when they put the dam in, that's when it flooded the lake. And there's actually a cemetery 
that you can uh, go scuba diving and see underwater. It's pretty cool. It says here that the average depth is 29 feet. The average depth. Oh, okay. Yeah, but gotcha. the, the, de- the, the total, the deepest spot of the lake. You were right. It is three miles long. Yeah. You're right about that part. But uh, let me see. I'll, I'll keep digging. Yeah, because that's where I, uh, that was my barefoot run. When I was 11, 11 years old, when I started barefooting, it was, if you could barefoot from our dock all the way down to the store, it was four miles by following the shoreline. But if a straight shot, it was three miles. Maximum depth is 120 feet. 120. Okay, yeah. so I was off by 100. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I uh, in uh, Lake Tenkiller back uh, back home, uh, it was deep enough in the hundreds yeah. uh, that you could go scuba diving there. Right. You couldn't see six foot in front of your face, but, yeah. <laughs> but you could this do This lake, I think, it used to be rated the cleanest lake in New yeah. Hampshire, and our water source actually came from the lake. It is, un- there's, I think, over 250 springs. Yeah. And it's just unbelievably clean water. It's all mountain wow. fed, and, you know. But that lake is what makes Winnipesaukee, and uh, the Merry Meeting River eventually makes Alton Bay, which is the beginning of Lake Winnipesaukee. Ah, gotcha. So it's it's kind of a cool place. But but let's go back to the the fun that you, we had up there as kids. So I remember. I, I mean, I don't even remember first going there. There's pictures of me there when I was an infant. And, uh, but the playing in the water, my God, we never had so, we'd spend all day in, sometimes the water was 70 degrees. Right. right? Of course. Yeah. And we didn't care. Oh, that's where you had your Saturday night bath every Saturday night. Oh yeah. Uh, whether, whether you needed it or not, it was Saturday night, right at the bank there, Merry Meeting Lake, you had your bath. You have a story about one of those baths that you had, don't you? Well, I don't know what you're getting to. You didn't you uh, didn't you oh. have a surprise when you were out skinny dipping? Oh one goodness, we went out. Sk- oh Jesus! Oh Dave, why do you bring that up? It's embarrassing. Uh-huh. Mike, we're all hold on. Let me turn your microphone up. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, block your ears. You don't want to hear this. Oh yes, I do. Yes, no, I do. No, you don't. Oh well, I don't know how all the kids had to be to operate the boat, but we had that. That uh, green and white boat. What was it? The Glastron. Yeah. By law, then I think in New Hampshire at that time you had to be thirteen to drive a boat. So okay, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we put you to bed early, the little brat, and uh, we have seventeen windows on the porch. Uh-huh. So I says the kids, the older kids, had the boat and they had a curfew. They had to be home by ten o'clock, mind you. And they were happy with that. They had freedom of using the boat. And, oh, boy, what a big deal. Then I had all friends up and down the lake. So I says to Frank, well, the baby's asleep, David. The baby's asleep. Let's go skinny dipping. (laughs) He Uh says, what? You skinny dipping? I says, yeah. I says, it might be fun. So we tiptoed out there in the dark because certainly we didn't want anybody to see our beautiful nude bodies going <laughs> out there. So we got out there and with a flashlight if we needed it and get out to the dark. And uh, of course, if David woke up, we certainly would have heard him. But he, he was good that night. Uh-huh. So uh, we brought the little sand chairs down on the dock yeah. with our beach towels on them and there I tiptoed down the steps and going down the steps when I landed I'm probably waist high Mm -hmm. so 
and I can do my little doggy paddle so I can paddle out to the dock which was how far, Dave? So the dock was a, in New Hampshire, we had to have- A floating a, a, dock. Well, at the end, we had a crib first. It was basically logs filled with rocks. Okay. Right, right. And that was the, the what stayed there all year and that ice wouldn't affect it. And then in the summertime, we would put a floating dock mm-hmm. with a ramp going to it at the end of this. So it was a, it was a dock with eight barrels underneath it. Yeah, Metal sure. barrels at mm-hmm. the time. And that was the float. That, that was the extension for the summertime. Okay, gotcha. Uh huh. So there I am. I so I I managed to get out to the dock, and of course when I got close enough to it, I just grabbed for anything that I could grab because, like I say, I just do the doggy paddle. And uh, so then uh, the kids had to be home by ten o'clock with the boat, and we're ha 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 and having a good time, and all of a sudden some headlights come down the lake. <laughs> And I, Frank says, I think that's our boat coming in, the kids. I said, it can't be. They would never be this early. Never. Well, as it worked out, those lights got closer and closer. And I said, holy mackerel. It's the kids. <laughs> the kids are here. So I said, I better grab my towel. So I reached over to the top of the dock and grabbed the edge of my towel and pulled it. As I did, the chair came with it, hit me on the head. <laughs> Went down to the bottom of the lake. Oh, no. In the bottom of the lake where I think we gauged it, it was 15 feet deep at the end, end of our dock. So there's my chair is gone to the bottom of the lake. My towel is gone. And there I am nude. And the kids are coming in. What do I do? Don't laugh. It wasn't funny. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so... What, uh, what could I do but go under the dock and grab the edge of the barrels that were fl- floating the dock? Uh-huh. So when I'm there hanging on. Where's Dad the whole time? Uh, he's Mr. Cool. You know, he grabbed his towel. He was fine. <laughs> he had his towel. He could, out, he could swim. He could out, wrap the towel around him. And I, he, I said, Frank, go in the house and make some excuse and come out and get me a, a towel. And uh, so, which is what he did. And, uh-huh. and he said, hi, kids. Yeah, did you have a good time? Blah, 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 blah. And, and they went in the house. And, of course, like 17 So men, they're parking the boat. They're going through all the ball. And you're hanging them. I'm hanging there. by Underneath f- the dock. By my fingertips <laughs> on the edge of the barrels <laughs> under the dock. Naked. Naked. Oh, my gosh. Mother. God, forgive me. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, my goodness gracious. You have your ears closed, Mike, I hope? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear a word. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I hear all the conversation in the house as they're having a good time. So the kids wanted to know, hey, where's Dad? Where's Mom? He says, oh, she must have gone next door to talk to uh, Nancy. (laughs) So they bought that story, and, and I'm thinking... Why in the heck doesn't he hurry up and bring me a towel? What's the matter with that dummy? So anyhow, wow. there I was hanging on, to, and he just had made small conversation. They were talking about everything else except me under the dock. It must have taken them a good 15, 20 minutes before he'd come out with a towel for me. Frank, where were you? Didn't you know I was out here? You know, come on, give me a break. So anyhow, I got out, and I went in the house with the towel and the kids didn't think anything of it naturally I just just come out of the lake earlier and yeah. I went over to see Nancy so they thought 
So anyhow, but that was my story. It's classic. That's nice. Classic. Yeah, that's a good one. Skinny dipping at the lake. Skinny dipping at the lake. Yeah. And if you haven't been skinny dipping, people, you should try it. It's nothing like it. It's uh, it's invigorating. It yeah. is. The it water is. gets in places that you didn't even realize had nerves. Does it really get in there any different than with a bathing suit on? I mean, is, is the bathing suit blocking water from getting into places? Yeah. I mean, it just, it's cooler. It's definitely, it's yeah. definitely, it's definitely yeah. cooler. It gets into some creases and crevices that, you know, you don't think about normally. And yeah. everything floats. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have to do that? Did you ever have to use the bathroom in the lake? No, never. Oh, never. oh no, it's all spring-fed. I used to tell the kids if they ever went in the lake, it would turn a different color or something. They didn't yeah. dare. Wow. Well, our faucet actually sucked in from the lake, so it was forbidden. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I was saying. The lake was so clean. Well, I thought you meant like the water fa- uh, plantation or the water no, 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 factory no. And or And I tell you what, it was the best water you've ever had that's before we got the well it was uh coming you would from you would literally lake. drink lake water yeah. just straight out of the tap yeah, and the lake was that clean yeah it's that's unbelievable it? yeah mary meeting lake is was ridiculously clean you can yeah. see the bottom at 22 feet well that's nice clear as day i still yeah. wouldn't drink it straight out of the river that was good go get a cup just and just go yeah thirsty let me go walk down to the that's river why you didn't pee in it. Some... <laughs> that's why you didn't pee in it <laughs> wow you don't huh. pee where you eat Right, I guess not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now we have. Then we got a well. We lived there one winter. We put in one. Oh, there's a there. story. And uh, oh yeah, we were waiting for the well to come in, and uh, our well digger, he says, uh, "Mrs. Briscoe, I hear they have a cold butt." <laughs> he says, uh, "I promise you, you'll have your well before Christmas." So there we are trying to weather the storm up there, New Hampshire storm. And you're it's talking wintertime, right? Winter so time. to dig a to dig a well, you you gotta get through frost. And you you know, so that that's a huge deal out there. Well he must have started in the fall because she he said you would have it before December. That's what he was saying. Oh, right? okay, and gotcha. Then we, then we got a cold snap. So go uh. on. You'll have your well before Christmas. Don't worry about it. Okay, so I tried to put it aside, not worry, but every time I went shopping, Christmas shopping there, it, it never failed. They were playing Christmas music no matter where I went, and undoubtedly they would always play. No, well, no, well. <laughs> I would come home and just be furious. Where is my well? What, what's taking this guy so long to get here? I'd get on the telephone and, Mr. Streeter, you promised me that well. Christmas is coming, and I keep getting reminded of it. No, well, no, well. Yeah, tell Where him why it was so bad to not have the well. How are you getting your water? From the lake, yeah, with buckets, crack through the ice, bring buckets of water in, set them in the bathtub, so whenever you needed a flush, you use the bucket of water in the back of the toilet. No other way to get water there. Do you have running water there now? Oh yeah, you did. But when you were sucking from the so what they would do is in the summertime your water would suck from the lake, but then you'd have to drain the system because otherwise it would freeze and you'd burst all the pipes. Sure. So that was a big part of the fall getting ready to close the camp was draining all the water. If you were going to stay there for a winter, you had to have a well. Ah, I see. That all the pipes were underground and so was there. So there was a system. So there was some sort of filtration system on it. We had a filter in the basement, Dave. Yes, from the lake. Yeah. 
It filtered before it came into the, the faucet. Yeah, because you would oh, have to. Good. You would have to because you, there's still going to be minerals and, and crap like yeah, that in it. it that, it's like, clean, like, like rocks. It was still clean enough to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. That but that, was... but that. Okay, so whenever you said that I, we were just sucking water out of the lake, I imagine you had like a, a pump or somebody was out there like you know with a one of those handheld oh. pumps going wicka, yeah. wicka, 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 and you're like you're in there filling up your glass of water. You, you could know? literally, I swear, you could as it's probably almost that clean now but when we were kids you could take a glass and yeah. go get a glass of water out of the lake yeah and it was the best water you've ever had yeah right out of the lake true yeah, yeah. wow true that's crazy now that's not that way in oklahoma where we grew up it's uh they have, we have red yeah, dirt clay. it's red yeah. dirt nation yeah. there yeah. and uh yeah the clay and the mud the red dirt our lakes literally were dark brown and or red all of them yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had some wakeboard clinics around there, and yeah, yeah, I think Arcadia. Didn't you do Arcadia? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a shame you didn't grow up in New Hampshire. I would love to uh, visit New Hampshire at some point. I hear you guys have a good campground. You must, you must. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, we will definitely. And so, and then the skiing. So what I loved is every year you would do a Labor Day water ski parade, and I I don't know who started it. Or I mean, I know Sue Bardwell listens to this podcast. So you can actually say hi to Sue right now. Hi, Sue. Yeah. And uh, her dad was part of it. But can you talk about that Labor Day ski deal? (laughs) It was closing time, Labor Day, and everybody just had to put on their best. All the guys would dress up as girls and vice versa. And Frank was a a smoker. What do I look Yeah, he smoked. He smoked Marlboros. And... uh, he, uh, Paula, our daughter, she just hates anybody who smokes. So here she came dressed, she and her friend came dressed as Frank and Betty. So you would dress up. This, so what this was, Mike, was a Labor Day water ski parade, but you would dress up as somebody or oh, something. okay, yeah, like a, like a costume type thing. A costume, yeah. costume ski parade. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. So she came dressed as, uh, Paula was dressed as Frank, and she had his old stupid hat on and a cigarette hanging out of her mouth with a, a beer in her hand, which is totally not Paula. <laughs> and uh, Patty had on my my bathing suit and my big old, I always had a flimsy hat. and I was known for my stupid hats. And uh, so they, there they were, and uh, some of the guys, oh, I had a couple of bathing suits on the clothesline, and the kids across the lake come over and got my bathing suits. So some of the guys had my yellow bathing suit on. Paul Kowalski had it on. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. And uh, anyhow, and it was a fun time, fun time. And we'd just parade around the lake, you know, and in all the fine we're going to have to find that photo. I know we have that photo and we can put it up on the um, Facebook page. Because oh, Dad was the merry meeting babe. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was dressed like a baby, but he had the sash on like a... Um, uh, the merry meeting. Like an America... Uh, what do you call it? Miss America? Miss America. Miss America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a sash that said merry meeting babe. Yeah. And he had a Budweiser with a balloon nipple on it. What? And that was... He was drinking a Budweiser <laughs> through a balloon. And Ray Bardwell was his, the mother of the baby... Merry meeting, babe. He right? had his wife's wig on, and blonde yeah. wig. Yeah, classic. And he had fancy uh, shorts on with lace on the lacy trim on the bottom. Right. 
Oh, we were classy, I'll tell you. And this is so this was the, the best. This is what I thought show skiing was, you know, when yeah. I was a kid because it was growing up on the lake and Mary Meeting and we had a Labor Day ski parade. I mean, <laughs> right. what's more show me showy than that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So then you came down to Florida the year before I moved here. Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember that? Because you brought me a rock. I did. We went to Cypress Gardens. We came with Joe and Claudette and uh I says, oh, boy, David would love this. He was a little bit into skiing. He wasn't too well... Uh, Hung. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> On skiing. <laughs> Anyhow, I said, oh, and I was a collector of rocks. And I says, oh, I'll bring him a rock from Cypress Gardens. And I labeled it. And, and David, get, look what I have for you. Oh, boy. A rock from Cypress Gardens? Look at this. And I told him about the kite flyer, and oh my gosh, was he thrilled. And oh, someday he was going to be there too, you know, and how nice. And that's funny. And we just had Scotty Clack on the episode uh, a couple episodes back, and how I, when I came down here and and then, you know, chased that dream. But then, and then you moved down, and you you and dad. So when David came down and he started, he was accepted here as a skier, uh-huh. and uh, I says to Frank, now it was just before, you came down in September, was it, Dave? I, I got here, I left on Danny's anniversary, which was October 2nd. October, okay, right after, and all right. Yeah, so that was 87, so I actually got here by like the, I was two weeks up in Pensacola uh, from the day, so I probably got here on the 14th, somewhere 12th, 14th. Anyhow, so I we were talking to him on the phone naturally and from time to time, and I says, Frank, let's go down to Florida for Thanksgiving, and I'll bring the turkey. I'll cook a, t- a Thanksgiving dinner for, for David's crew. He was living with how many guys? Five uh, guys. Yeah, yeah th- three three guys. Yep. Three guys. So when I got down here, I got the turkey, and we're all set to cook a dinner. Before we landed at the apartment where he was. We decided to go right to the gardens. It was getting, they were getting ready for their night show. The night show started at seven o'clock, maybe, Dave? Yeah, right around there, yeah. So, anyhow, we got to the gardens, and of course, the MC was prepping the audience, getting them ready, and and, uh, a lot of fun things were going on. So, I I approached him. I said, Is Dave Briscoe around here? Oh, he's preparing for the next show. That's going to be in uh, 15 minutes or whatever. So he says, here, you sit down right here. You put us right in the front in the VIP section. Frank and I, boy, (laughs) big time. And we're going to watch for our son. Oh, big time. So all of a sudden, the show starts and everybody's alive in the audience, you know, and and, uh, they introduce Dave. Here is the newcomer all the way from New Hampshire, like it's the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and of course, he's putting on a big show just for our benefit, you know. And so, uh, so David is ready to take off, and he's with his head down in the water along the shore with his hands behind his back, holding the handle of the ski, the ski run. And... Uh, He's down there for a long time. His head is in the water, and we're there in the front row. I says, Frank, Dave's going to drown. Look at him. He's been there too long. Go stop the show. And Frank says, cool it, cool it. 
I said, Frank, we're going to sit here and watch our baby d- drown. <laughs> so stop it. Stop it. Well, Frank was ignoring me. Frank, would you please get up and stop him? I said, look at, look at, he's been there much too long. And I didn't realize that he had a little area of a pocket of air under under his, and I had no idea. So I'm doing a back deep. And when you do a backward barefoot start, your chin actually makes a trough. Yeah, sure. So you your nose, you can still breathe. Yeah. So my chin makes, you know, a you huge have a family trough. of five Whoa, down Holy there. moly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can raise a family out of there. Yeah, absolutely. So I was so nervous. I thought surely they were going to pick him out as a rag. You know, he was dead. I said, it's impossible. He can't breathe. He can't hold his breath that long. Anyhow, the show starts and David takes off. And he's backwards holding on to that ski uh, uh, handle. Uh-huh. And then he flips around. And, uh, he's on his back and he's standing up and he's this way and he's that way. And he goes in front of the audience and everybody's applauding. I said, Frank, look at that. They're applauding our baby. Oh. Listen to that. To so that the proud second, mama. Second time he comes around and they're hooting and hollering. Look at this newcomer. Oh, my gosh. I stood up and faced the audience like a nut. And I says, that's my boy. (laughs) Can you believe that? Frank pulls me down. He says, sit down, you idiot. That's my boy. That's my boy. I had to let him know. And of course, anybody could do the simple things that he was doing because he was a newcomer and he was just a beginner. And everybody was so advanced over him. And uh, but that's my boy. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is hilarious. That was a classic story. Oh my gosh. So, mom, I don't know if you're into it, but I, I would love to finish the podcast with your face. It's my favorite joke you've ever told, and you know which one it is. It's it's about Ethel and and what's the other one's name? Oh, Beatrice. I'm not gonna tell. Come you on, no. come on. Just do for the it, end of the joke. It, just for the it, end of the podcast. It. It's the best joke ever. It was my mother's joke. My mother was so saintly. It was just hilarious. It was, it was obscene to hear hear her. It was sacrilegious for her to open her mouth and tell such a story. Okay. We were shocked. <laughs> I can't tell. Come this. on, come on, come on. You got to do it now. After I gave you lessons on using the F word. Well, you don't have to, you don't have one swear in this joke. I know. There's but not I, one swear. I don't want Mike to think that I'm that rude. I <laughs> he's, just, he's living with your niece. He already uh, knows the family. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. <laughs> so? Uh, so Ethel and Marion yes. are coming down. They were friends for years and years, and they were always checking with each other daily to see how things were going and the best of friends. So all of a sudden, that friendship came to a halt and uh, they couldn't understand why. What did I say her name was? I forgot already. Yeah, you said Marion and Ethel. Ethel. Ethel says, there's something wrong with Marion. She's avoiding me. Why isn't she calling me anymore? So one time they're downtown and they're coming in opposite directions and Marion crosses over to the other side of the street to avoid Ethel. So Ethel got really heated under the call and she says, hmm, she says, I'm gonna go over there and ask her what in the world is wrong with her? Why doesn't she call me anymore? She did, she was brave enough. She says, Ethel, Marion, tell me. She says, why are you avoiding me? You just crossed the street to avoid me. 
what is your problem? She says, you know. She says, I know. I know what? You know what you did, what you said. I have no idea what I said. Why are you so offended? What happened between us? Well, she says, you went around telling everybody that my Hector had a wart on the end of his penis. My mother was telling us. We always fell on the floor. He has a wart on the end of his penis. Marion says, I never, never said that. She says, I only said it felt like one. (laughs) (laughs) That is great. Mama, wow. forgive me. Mama, forgive me. She's looking down at me now saying, Betty. Betty. I don't believe it. <laughs> she, she, and what better way to bring a Mother's Day episode oh, man. with a joke from her mother wow. and we just pass it on. That's fantastic. Mom, I can't thank you enough for coming on the episode. You were so nervous and look at how good you did. I don't know how good I did. You're a natural. You were great. Thank you. And we have a birthday coming up. And thank you, Mike, for watching your mouth. I'm sorry. What the? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, So we celebrate our birthday together every year. June 26th, I was born on my mom's birthday. And uh, she's going to hit 88 this year. Woo! And I'm hitting 53. Holy moly. Yeah, here we Not go. Not her, you. All right. 53. I whoa. know it, huh? <laughs> Still skiing, baby. Still skiing. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Please follow us on patreon.com forward slash The Outside Edge. That's where you get the bonus episodes. And please like us on Facebook and keep this growing. We are going to be doing some more episodes about the lake life like we talked yeah. about at the beginning. Maybe we'll see you out there on yeah, the Yeah, let's see you out there. And we're probably going to do a live episode from Tanner's coming up real soon that they've been asking us to do. So until next time, on behalf of Mike Lee, I'm Dave Briscoe. Thanks, everybody. Listen to The Outside Edge. That's what you are, the old lady. <laughs> I can't help mm. it. Wait till you reach my age. Little old lady. Who. <laughs> right? Little old lady passing by. In her depends, she poo-poos. <laughs> oh, I do not. Not in the depends. But it all depends. <laughs>